You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our final class here uh, in Craving the New Earth. So here we are at Divine Downloads. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Pandora, or Spotify, I want to welcome you to my podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, thanks for checking out my channel. If you're finding this on my website, welcome to the universe that is Holistic Fashionista. So we have a really important finale uh, today as we go through the final stage of creating the new earth and it has everything to do with astrology so i'm just going to go ahead and pull up my presentation and we will get started all right and here we are all right, so this is what we've covered so far. So I would recommend uh, if this class interests you to go back and listen to all of the parts. There are eight parts. The first part we covered was what is the new earth and why it's being created. Part two was who will be affected during the transition and what that integration process will be. Uh, class number three was how to break down old paradigms from the old earth to uncover its lessons. Class number four was the fundamentals of the third, fourth, and fifth dimensional consciousness. Class number five, how the new earth will shape a new society and raise the consciousness of the planet. Class number six was understanding your part in the creation of the new earth and how to get started. And last week, we covered a little bit about astrology, which was why your contribution is vital and sacred. And we talked about the Midhaven, we talked about the 12th house. So today we're going to take it one step for uh, one step further. And we're going to talk about how astrology has to do with the creation of the new earth, because the astrology is basically the blueprint or the map of your consciousness. So for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista. Uh, we've been around since 2012. Uh, we are a community-based platform supporting those who feel called to help create the new earth. So I hope that is you. I'm a practicing astrology astrologer since I was 14 years old. I created the Life Path Astrology Methodology, which you're going to get a taste of today, and a 5D activist helping others to discover their soul's brilliance and serve mankind. So all of my workshops and my teachings, which you can find on holisticfashionista.com, which there is a plethora of them as I have been teaching for over a decade, are all here to serve you in raising your vibration and being a pioneer or what I call a self-realized new earth leader of tomorrow. So this is part eight of our creating the new earth course here, which is what astrology has to do with creating the new earth. So today we're going to be discussing the urgent problem you came here to solve. What a kismic client is 
And who is your kismic client archetype? So this is one of the biggest questions. This is probably what I have talked the most about over the, uh, over the course of tw 10 years or so with my clients. So you guys are in for a real treat today. So the main points that we're going to be covering is the rising sign, which is the most important uh, sign in your astrological birth chart. We're going to talk about soul contracts, what you came here to do, uh, which is your contribution and your purpose here on this planet. We're also going to dive deeper into the 12th house. We did talk about that in the last class, but we didn't go through some main things that we're going to be covering today. All right, so let's get ready for a wild ride into the fifth dimension as we create the new earth together as a collective. So grab your pen and notebook and let's get started. All right, so this is what we're covering. Part one of today's class. What urgent problem you came here to solve? So what we're gonna need to do is we're gonna have to return back to your astrological birth chart. So if you missed the last class, which was part seven, I would recommend going back and watching or listening to that so that you can learn how to run your birth chart on astro.com. So I'm just gonna go ahead and pull up the astrological birth chart, which will be mine uh, as an example. So where you can find your astrology, uh, your rising sign. Now, a lot of you guys are already pretty attuned to astrology. You might already know your rising sign. So just hang tight as I show uh, our new listeners where to find that information. All right, so here is my chart. And what you're going to find uh, is that the rising sign actually lies in the horizon, uh, which is actually an ascendant line. So last time, last class, part seven, we talked about the midhaven, which splits your astrological birth chart here in this uh, uh, vertical line. But now we're going to be talking about the horizontal line or the ascendant line, which is referred to as the rising sign. Okay, so it's often referred to as the ascendant and the rising. Those are synonymous. You can see here on the key, uh, wherever you see this little AC, you can see here I've got AC is 24 degrees Virgo. So wherever your ascendant line is, and you can see it's right here and it's crossing through my Virgo zodiac placement here, okay? So I want you to go ahead and locate where your rising sign, what sign your rising sign is, okay? We're not going to be focusing on houses as the rising and the midhaven. They are basically just lines in your chart. But I want to go ahead and explain what the rising sign means as it pertains to life path astrology and as it pertains to the urgent problem that you're here to solve. So first, let's talk about the urgent problem, because that needs to be understood before we can go any step further, which is understanding who you came here to serve, or what I refer to as a kismic client. So your rising sign, traditionally, is how other people see you. And a lot of times people see us in a different way than we see ourselves. A lot of times we identify with our sun sign. Uh, which is our personality, which is the part of us that we we watch, we uh, read our horoscope, and we identify so much with that sun sign. At least the majority of us do. Now, other people who are a little more um, 
in tuned with astrology, they might have what's called a stellium. That's when there's three or more planets in a specific sign or in a specific house. Like I have four planets in the zodiac sign of Scorpio, but my sun sign is Capricorn, but my rising sign is Virgo. So we're going to start to see some characteristics within ourself that we probably don't pay attention to as much if you're not looking at your chart um, and using that to help you understand who you really are. So the rising sign, because it's how other people see us, it's almost like a natural gift, similar to what's called a south node, which is our natural talents. The rising sign has some commonalities to the south node. Now, we're not going to be covering the south node in this course, but I just wanted to mention for those who are in tune with astrology. So the rising sign is how other people see us. So for example, I might see myself as a Capricorn because that's where my sun sign is. But I might also really identify with Scorpio because I've got all those planets hanging out in Scorpio in my chart. So, but the way that I'm perceived out in the public is Virgo. So able to take maybe complex ideas and chunk them down so that they're easily digestible. That's a Virgoian trait. Virgos are also known for their purity, for their honesty, for their work ethic, for their perfectionism, for their ability to tap into our the wellness and health element of life. Um, they're very conscious about a lot of things. Um, but they also have a shadow, just as every zodiac sign has. So just as people are seeing us for the rising sign, they're also able to see the shadow as well. So what this becomes is a mirror. You become a mirror to your kismic clients, to the people who are resonating with your frequency, okay? So if you're resonating, for example, with this course, then you're resonating with my Virgo rising sign. There is something about our connection between you and my Virgo rising that have made a connection. There is something about Virgo that is desirable to you, whether it's to get clear, have clarity around who you are have clarity as to what problem you solve. Maybe you want to understand these more um, esoteric terms from a, a more earth element, a more grounded capacity, right? So there's something about my rising, and in this case, your rising, other people seeing you in a specific way. So it's very important to understand the characteristics and the shadows of your rising sign so that you can understand who you are to other people, okay? So this is important because I'm a mirror to something that you want more of in your life, if you're resonating. If you're not, then we're, you might not be my 
Kismet Client, which has to do with our sole contracts, which we're going to talk about in today's episode. So if you're resonating, then we have what's called a connection. And this connection is the urgent problem that I'm here to help you solve. And simultaneously, you're helping me to resolve or heal a soul contract. In this way, it is a two-way street. So let me give you a more practical example. There was a period of time when my hair was falling out. I was very ill for a very long time. For those of you guys who know my story, which I talk about in my skin spirituality certification. Now, because my hair was falling out, every time I would go outside, I would go for a walk, I'd walk my dogs, or I'd go to the grocery store, or I'd be out and about. Every time I would see a woman or a man who had beautiful, long hair, I would be like, in my mind, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she has the most beautiful hair. Her hair is so beautiful. I wonder how she grew her hair like that. What shampoo does she use? Does she take supplements? Like, I wanted to know intrinsically why she had such beautiful hair. And so what this tells us is that when we are admiring something in someone, what we're admiring is something that we want more of for ourselves. It also works in the reverse. If I'm triggered by somebody, it's a mirror of something that I haven't worked out within myself. It works both ways. So when we go back to your contribution or your the urgent problem that you were sent to this planet, you purposely came to this planet to solve a problem for your kismet clients so that you could heal, which we're going to get into that part in a second. So if we can understand what people are seeing within us, then we can start to see ourselves in a completely new lens. I never thought of myself as Virgo. I've never identified that much with Virgo. But once I started to really dive into astrology, which is how I created the Life Path Astrology methodology, I started to realize that my kismic client wants to simplify their life. They want to get healthy. They want to know their purpose. They want to break things down into its most purest form. That's what Virgo does. So that's how I am seen. And that is actually a natural gift, thing, something that I never knew that I had. I just intrinsically was doing it. So a lot of times we're doing things because it's natural to us. We're doing it without noticing what other people are noticing in us. But now you have a window, a glimpse into how other people see you. So this is one of your secrets. This is something that you know how to do because you're doing it without even knowing you're doing it. Okay. Now, this, the reason I call it an urgent problem. Okay. So it's different than just what problem did I come here to solve? No. What urgent problem? Did you come to this planet to help solve? The reason that it needs to be urgent or the reason that it is urgent is because urgency 
is what is required for many people to take action. It has to feel urgent. There has to be some dire reason why they want to solve it now. So let's give me give you another example. Let's say that, and this is actually true in this case, I have a program called Skin Spirituality, which is about helping people to heal because I have a long drawn out story of, of healing. Now, someone who has been on a healing journey knows how tough, horrible, painful, traumatic it is to live with pain, with chronic symptoms, with a chronic ailment. Only the person who is experiencing that in its urgency state understands that they cannot live another minute with that problem. That is your kismet client. If the person does not feel that it is urgent, they are not your kismet client. Okay? So what did we take away from this? Your rising sign is a natural gift to your kismet client. It is the problem that you know how to solve for your kismet client. And the kismet client has an urgent problem and your rising sign is gonna help them to solve it, okay? It's the starting point. Now, remember, there's a whole methodology and philosophy around life path astrology. I'm going to give you two nuts and bolts today. I'm talking about the rising sign and I'm gonna talk about the 12th house. Now, there's more to the story, but this is what we're covering in this class, okay? All right. So are we clear on what the rising sign is? It's the thing that people are either admiring in us or they're triggered by us. But it doesn't matter which one it is as long as it's having an effect. If it's having an effect, then it's possible that this person is a kismet client. So let's go ahead and talk about the next point. Okay. So now that we know that the rising sign is the urgent problem that we came here to solve, we need to look at the kismet client, okay? So what is a kismet client? As I mentioned, a kismet client is the person that is either triggered by you, meaning they have a shadow and you're aggravating it, okay? So let's talk about that. I used to be very active on Instagram and I would share a lot of very, I don't want to say controversial things, but things that would trigger people. And I used to get all of these messages, these DMs from, you know, other people that were resonating with my work. And I started to get a common DM, which was along the lines of thank you, Angel, for sharing what you did. But first, I want to tell you that I was very mad at you for sharing that. <laughs> okay. And then they would go on to say, I thought I was awake. But then I realized I wasn't when whatever they read on my page triggered them, which caused them to go within to be able to be like, why is this bothering me so much? This is aggravating me. And this person was able to acknowledge the shadow and still be able to be forthright 
instead of rejecting it. Now, the kismic clients that are going to reject what you're saying because they're triggered and then they just want to badmouth you and then move along their way, that's not a kismic client. A kismic client is, you know, is either A, they see something in you they admire and they want more of, or B, their shadow gets aggravated by who you are and they dig deeper and they want to explore it more, okay? So a few things are happening here with the kismic client. You are an aid in their ascension if they're ready. You can, are only of service to those who are ready to look at it. You cannot convince somebody to be your kismic client. They either are or are not, or they are or are not ready, okay? There is never in the, everything that I teach in my courses, there is never hard selling, there is never any manipulation because a kismic client has a connection to you because a kismic client is a part of you, okay? So the shadows, the kismic client gets triggered, their shadow gets triggered by you, okay? This is where mirror work is very essential, okay? So we are mirrors of our kismet clients. We are the mirrors of the things they love about themselves and we're also mirrors of the things that trigger them. And this is because we have a soul contract with them. What is a soul contract? It works both ways. Think about any contract that you sign on a dotted line. You're having a contract with something or an, an establishment a person, a marriage, you're signing on the dotted line, you're having a relationship with another, whether it's an organization or it's another person, there is a contract there. So your kismet client and you are connected in a contract, even though everybody on this planet is entangled, we are all one, there are specific souls that you actually have a deeper entanglement with, which is called a soul contract. So as your kismic client has things that they came to work on at earth school, you also came here to work on things. Those things might not be 100% the same, but one twelfth of them is because your kismic client is your 12th house. And we're gonna talk about that in a second, okay? Your kismic client is also part of your karmic debt. Now, what is karmic debt? Karmic debt is, is what you have not resolved from the last cycle, okay? It's the lessons you didn't learn last time. So they carried over. You know, think about a balance sheet. You know, if you have a business, you have a P&L, at, at the end of the year, you've either got a profit or a loss, okay? So the one that's a loss, that debt gets carried over to the next tax return 
You can tell I was a bookkeeper for many years. <laughs> it gets carried over to the next tax year and then you keep going. It's a running tab, okay? So this karmic debt, the way that we pay it off is that we are of service, okay? There's one universal law that most people forget when it comes to the manifestation process. And it is this. It's not about just knowing what you want. Everybody is teaching that you, in order to manifest, you have to know what that desire is and you have to embody that you already have it. But they're missing one part of the formula. And that is you have to give or give up something in order to have that thing. It's a universal law. You cannot get something for nothing. You either have to give, in this case, a service to your kismet client, or you have to give up something, like a limiting belief or a relationship or that pile of junk in your backyard you haven't cleaned it. You have to, do, you have to give up. You have to give or give up something. So in this case, we're going to be talking about giving. And that giving is going to be in the form of a service. And I'm going to go even a step further and call it that service is to teach. To teach is to know. You've heard the saying before. If you want to know something, teach it. It's the same concept. Okay, so your kismic client is here to help you resolve karmic debt while they learn something and resolve something inside of them. It is a two-way street. It is an exchange of energy. It is often an exchange of money, which is also energy. It's an exchange of consciousness. So this becomes a great motivator to help create the new earth. Because if you're of service, not only are you benefiting mankind and helping the, to raise the consciousness of the planet, but you're helping to heal yourself and the other person and the other people who you are serving. Okay. Now, finally, the kismet client is also your limiting beliefs. Okay. So this is where it's going to start to get real, real fast. Because your kismet client is going to bring up things inside of you that you didn't want to look at. They're your limiting beliefs. Oh, I could never do that. Oh, I could never speak on stage. Oh, no, I could never start a business. Oh, who am I? Who am I to think I could teach such a thing? I don't have any credentials for that. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not enough. All of those little gremlins in you are going to come up as you start to be of service and step into your soul's brilliance and serve your kismet clients. All of the gunk is going to come up because this is your soul contract. You came here to work through some karmic debt and you have a contract with this person to do that. You're going to be stepping into your fears and they're going to be stepping into theirs. And it's an equal exchange. 
So how do we learn who the Kismet client is? Okay, let's do this. Okay, so we now know what a Kismet client is. It's the person who was born, who was brought here to learn what you were born to teach. A kismic client is the person who was brought here in contract, in soul contract to learn what you were born to teach, which is how you're going to resolve your karmic debt and heal your limiting beliefs. Okay? So who is your kismet client archetype? Okay, so that is located in your astrological birth chart. Okay, so let's go back to the birth chart. Now we did this last time because we already talked a little bit about the 12th house. But this 12th house is your kismet client. Now you can see here, I'll just scroll in. I've got more than one, oops. I've got more than one uh, excuse me, one sign here. So this little piece of the pie, so all of these uh, uh, wedges, if you will, are part of you and they all represent different things. They're all themes in your life. In this case, this is the theme, remember the Piscean theme, right? The integration, like we need, we came here to, you know, to uh, figure out what we didn't learn last time, Okay. So your kismet client is one twelfth of you. They're not you. They're one twelfth of you. They're a percentage of you. They, they exude characteristics that are similar to you, maybe in a lot of ways or just maybe in a few ways, but they represent this 12th house. Now, my 12th house, you can see here, there's a little bit of Leo. Okay, and you can see Leo ends here, Virgo ends down here. But you can see right here is where the 12th house begins and ends. Okay, so what I like to recommend my clients do is to give it a percentage. You know, this is my Virgo rising. We're going to get real specific here. So I would say about 5% of my 12th house is Leo and about 95% of my 12th house is Virgo, okay? Now, I do have the moon sitting in my 12th house. We're not gonna go into any planets that are in the 12th house for this class, but I at least want you guys to understand these percentages and what they mean, okay? So I have 5% Leo and 95% Virgo. You might have three signs. You might only have one sign, okay? But what we're looking for is the essence. We're looking for the energy of your kismet clients. Does this mean that all my kismet clients are gonna be Virgos and Leo? Absolutely not. Could they be? Sure. But they exude an energy that is a combination of the, that frequency. A little bit Leo and a lot Virgo. So I know something about my kismet client because I know what Virgo means. I know what Leo means. I know that Virgo is all about purity. They want to do the right thing. They're the, the honest co-creators with the universe. They're the angels. 
They um, exude sim simplicity. They want clarity. They want to understand the mechanics of things. They want to understand the data. They, they want to get to the root of something, right? They're, they have earth energy, meaning that their minds are potentially very logical sometimes. It could also be very um, grounded, right? They could be um, overachievers, perfectionists, but they've got a little bit of that sprinkle of Leo inside of them, meaning they want to make a difference. They're very creative. They want to be a leader, right? They want to be adored. They want to be appreciated. They want to bring the light. They're light workers. Virgo Leo, that is the light worker. That's someone who wants to bring purity and honesty and creativity and light. They want to bring the sun to the earth. They want to help people walk that hermit path. You know, in the tarot, each tarot card represents a zodiac sign. Well, the hermit is Virgo and the sun card in tarot is Leo. So those two cards together make up the type of person that I'm here to serve. So let's take this uh, further. I'm creating, I've created a course, the course you're watching right now called Creating the New Earth. And what have I been talking about this whole time? About becoming a new earth leader, to being the light, to helping raising consciousness of the planet. Because I know who my kismet client is. I know the person I'm talking to because that person is me, one twelfth of me. It's the part of me that I have a debt, I have a contract with that I've got to work out. Do you think I wanted to get on camera? I'm a triple earth sign. I have four planets in Scorpio. I never wanted the spotlight. I, oh, you know, Virgos are the executive producers of the, of the Zodiac. They're behind the scenes. But I had that little bit of Leo in my chart. And, it, and I have Saturn there, which is a whole nother class. And if I didn't step into these limiting beliefs of being seen, of using my voice, of, of stepping into my Leo, then I was not going to be able to fulfill my contract. I wasn't going to be able to reprogram my subconscious mind, which is where all my limiting beliefs were living. So this is an exchange. I have grown. I have ascended because of my kismet client, not because of the work I've done on myself from the work that I have done with my kismet clients. Now take that in for a second. Your ascension is determined by your service to the people you have contracts with, okay? And when you step into this role, now you might have a child who's your kismet client. You might have a father who's your kismet client. You might have a best friend who's your kismet client. You might also build a business and serve kismet clients. Kismet clients are all over this planet and you don't have to fight to have a client because a kismet client has a contract and that's a deeper entanglement than the rest. Now, it doesn't mean that your kismet client doesn't have other kismet mentors because you're here to help them in one specific area, that one twelfth, that rising sign energy. 
I know the purpose of what I'm doing with my kismet client. They also have other things they're working on because I'm not their only contract. I'm only part of the contract. You have many things you wrote in that contract before you incarnated here. So there's other people that are also going to help you teach you those lessons, right? So now it's time for you to step fully into your new earth leadership role and be of service, which also makes it the fastest way to manifest something. Remember, just desiring something and embodying that desire is not enough. You must give or give up something to have that thing. In this case, your kismet client is going to raise your frequency because it's going to force you to look at things you don't want to look at. You know, you've probably heard the saying that the entrepreneur journey is a roller coaster ride. But your soul's journey is only an emotional roller coaster ride because you are trying to fight something that you're not willing to resolve. It's not going to be like this forever unless you decide that you're ready for this service. You're ready to go, okay, there's something to what she's saying. I do believe that I'm here for a reason. I do believe that I have gifts and talents that would serve other people. I do believe that I have shadows and limiting beliefs that I haven't wanted to look at. And what's the best way to get you guys to see those what those are? Because sometimes we don't even know what they are until something triggers us until a shadow shows up, until I listen to an audio or a podcast or read a book or watch a documentary or somebody says something and all of a sudden that bright light goes off and, it's, and you say, wow, I hadn't thought of it like that. And if you can get to that point where you're having that moment, now we have something to work with. We've got a question that's dying for an answer. In fact, Dr. Noah St. John, you can Google him if you want. This was many years ago. I stumbled upon his work and his whole, his whole concept is called affirmations, not affirmation, affirmations. And instead of saying statements like I am successful, I am grateful, I am prosperous, I am healthy, I am wealthy, he says to turn those affirmations into affirmations and turn them into a question. Now, what happens when we do this? When we turn an affirmation into an affirmation, which is a statement into a question, our subconscious mind wants to go and figure out how to answer it. So for example, why am I so successful? And then you think to yourself, yeah, well, well, why am I? And so the questions that we ask ourselves or the questions that other people ask us, it makes, it takes us to another realm. It takes us to a place where we have to go explore what the answer is. And so what that does is it plants a seed. So in order for something to materialize, it must have a seed. 
That's the conscious mind. The conscious mind impregnates the subconscious mind with a seed. But it is the subconscious mind or the feminine, right? The conscious mind is the masculine, but the feminine brings form to that seed, which in this case would become a blossoming plant, flower, what have you, business, relationship, whatever. But it needs a seed. And that seed is going to be a question. So if there are things in your life that you still don't know the answers for, it's often because you're not asking the right question. At least you're not asking the right question that's igniting the, the answer to come into your reality. You were attracted to this course for a reason. Because you were wondering, how do you create the new earth? And I have given you my interpretation of what has worked for me and the thousands of clients that I have served with this method. So as we go and continue this journey together, I guess the question you might be having right now is, is am I her kismic client? Who is my kismic client? You know, maybe you've got Scorpio there. What does that mean? How do I find these people? What products and services would I offer? What's going to show up once I step into this new earth leadership role? These are the questions that all my clients ask and that we all answer together in the Holistic Fashionista Club and in my programs. So I'm going to leave you guys with the question of, are you ready? Are you ready to step into your new earth leadership role? Are you ready to serve your kismet clients? Are you ready to face your shadows? Discover what your soul contracts are. Do the mirror work. Discover what the limiting beliefs are and start asking better questions. That's the question I have for you. Are you ready for that role? So I want to invite you, if you haven't already, join the Holistic Fashionista Club. This is a spiritual pharmacy for new earth leaders. I'm going to go ahead and invite you guys to join the VIP list. Well, you'll get a special promotion. It usually takes about 24 hours to receive it, where you can join at a discounted price to see if it resonates with you. But the more importantly is this is something that we do as a collective. And as Napoleon Hill says, if you've ever read any of his books, The Law of Success, The Master Key, The Think and Grow Rich, is that to have a mastermind is really where the juices start flowing. It's one thing to do it on your own and to go through this process. But if you want to get to the next level in your ascension in a very profound way, it's going to take a village. It's going to take at least two people to have a mastermind is not one person. It's two or more people to help you see what you can't see right now, to help you through the growing pains, to help you to um, see what it is that you're not able to see today and to have new tools presented to you that you might not even have thought you ever needed. Those are the things we're doing in the Holistic Fashionista Club. We meet every single Wednesday for an hour to mastermind. I share with you guys books that I'm reading 
and tools and homework assignments, we also give everybody an opportunity to be heard because I know that a human basic need is to feel heard, to feel understood, to feel appreciated. My goal with Holistic Fashionista is truly to build the new earth as a collective. It is not something I can do by myself. In fact, if you've ever looked at the Schumann resonance, it's going to take 1%, 1% of the population to raise their frequency in order to truly create the new earth. That means of the seven point, however, billion people that are on this planet, it is going to take 75 million people to raise their consciousness for this new earth to be born. Is one of those 75 million people going to be you? I hope so. I hope to see you in the club real soon, you guys. Until our next episode, I wish you so much love and success. Be grateful for this life. You are ascending faster than you could ever imagine. I know you feel it. I know my collective feels it. And I look forward to serving you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And until next week, stay sacred. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.